swimming in the sea Oh, they look like sisters in the ocean Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Songlines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. A million thank yous. A trillion thank yous. The support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. Now, let's pull up the anchor and set sail. I've been thinking about this Trop Rock segment, and I love the idea behind it, but the name is very limiting. Because as you know, constant listeners, I blur the lines of Trock Rock often with this segment. So I got to thinking, put on my trusty thinking cap, and I asked myself, what would be a better name for this segment? It would still feature Trop Rock, but it also feature many other songs I enjoy and want to showcase on the podcast. Case in point, this song, which is very Trop Rock in nature, but it isn't a Trop Rock song. Far from it. That's why I want to change the name. Don't need people screaming at me that what I am playing isn't Trop Rock. With that said, I think I've decided to now call this part of each episode the bonus song. Because that's what it is. That's what it truly is. A bonus song. I know it's not too original or too unique, but I think that's a better name. Does that sound good to you guys? Hope so. If not, You can always email me or social media me with your ideas and suggestions. Enough of that. Let's go ahead and dive into this episode's bonus song. And it's another one by Brian Kelly. Yes, that Brian Kelly. The one from Florida Georgia Line. This song should be one I should toss into the musical trash bin. It's got that hip-hop country vibe all over it. And that's a sound I cannot stand and I can't get into, but I can't help myself. This is one of my favorites off of his solo album, Sunshine State of Mind. It's called Beach Cowboy. This is a fun one. Don't hate me for enjoying it. Call me Beach Cowboy, sand cruiser, fat tire, turquoise. Got a shark tooth on my bolo, saddle up, paddle up my yolo. Give me O'Kay's, your boy BK, going John Wayne on these waves. Yeah, they call me Beach Cowboy. Yeah, they call me Beach Cowboy. I'm gonna lasso me a spicy margarita bartender. Senorita, we go wild, wild west on that tequila. If you want to learn from the best, then boy, I'll teach you. Yeah, they call me Beach Cowboy, Sand Cruiser, Fat Tire, Turquoise. Like I said, I should hate it, but I don't. It is so catchy and energetic and perfect for a sunny beach day. Not sure how you go John Wayne on a wave but it works within the context of the song. Guess that's what they were going for when it was written. It didn't have to make sense. 
It just had to sound good. Okay, let's move on to something a little more chill. A song by Jimmy called Biloxi. A song that was another instant favorite for me when I first heard it. It's a song the ballad guy in me loves. So mellow, so chill. And I don't know if you guys know this or not. This isn't a Jimmy original. It was originally recorded by Jesse Winchester. His version opened the show and will close it out as well. But right now, let's dive into Jimmy's cover, which I have to say I like a lot better. A lot better. And that's not because I'm a Buffett fan. It's truly, truly not. Jimmy just added a little more life to this song. Adding the drums and the harmonica was a pure stroke of genius, and it has some really good ebb and flow throughout the song, which the original doesn't. And to take a quick sidebar before jumping into the song, the thing about a Jimmy cover is that, like with Biloxi, he has a way of staying faithful to the original while at the same time making it his own. Something I think is very hard to do when you cover a song. And most of the time, Jimmy makes those covers better than the original. Southern Cross and Brown Eyed Girl, for example, when I want to hear those two songs, I always seek out Jimmy's version first. They are so much better than the original. All right, let me stop talking for a bit and let's head on down to Biloxi and splash in the salty water. Down around Biloxi Pretty girls are dancing in the sea. They all look like sisters in the ocean. The boy will fill his pail with salty water. And the storms blow from off to New Orleans. Sunshine's on the Luxe. Air is filled with vapor from the sea. Boy will dig a pool beside the ocean. He sees creatures from his dream underwater, and the sun will set from our New Orleans. Love that song. So good. And it's another excellent song off of Jimmy's iconic album, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes. It was truly a benchmark moment in his career, and if he only gave us that one album, 
which thankfully he didn't. But if he did, that would be one amazing one-hit wonder. And in case you want to know this, some of you probably do, Biloxi has been played live 11 times, which is terrible. It's too good a song not to have been played live more. It was first played in 1977 and last played in 2011 at Jazz Fest. At least it had a chance to shine somewhat recently. Thanks, Jesse, for the song. Thanks, Jimmy, for covering it and giving me one of my favorite Buffett tunes. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. You can email me at songlinesandtanlines at gmail.com and all my other social areas, which I check occasionally, can be found in the description of the show. And if you enjoy what I'm doing, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcast. And one last thing, I'm still reading one page of my short story, The Living Sand, at the end of the episode, right after Jesse stops singing. Tune in if you are curious or are now invested in the story. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha. And the sky is red from off towards New Orleans. Thank you guys for tuning in again to listen to this page of my short story, The Living Sand, which is available for purchase on Amazon. And if you want to give me some green and help out this podcast and help out my wallet, swing over there and pick up a copy today or read it for free somehow and leave me a review. Either one helps. All right, let's get into it. Seth spent the rest of the day shopping. He hated to shop for clothes with his mom, but it was keeping his mind off the near future, so he was more than happy to do it. His mom didn't seem to notice his blank stares or his worried looks, which he was thankful for. Less questions. She was just happy to have her boy needing her help again. As Seth approached home late that afternoon, he could almost feel that cave calling out to him, beckoning him to come back. He also could feel the pull of that strange forgotten beach as if it too was calling out to him. Junior had a way of getting him into some form of trouble, and he had a feeling tonight wouldn't be any different. Junior spent the day at home watching scary monster movies. Besides the Hammer Horror movies, he loved the old black and white films. The Wolfman was his favorite of the classic movie monster bunch. When bedtime arrived, both boys kissed their parents goodnight, said their prayers, and then they were all alone, waiting in the dark of their rooms, waiting on the clock, waiting with anticipation to see what the night would hold.